0: hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes, they you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite
1: remarkable. Sonabello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed.
0: Visit SonoBello.com slash save. SonoBello.com slash save. That's SonoBello.com slash save. There's something scary hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for SonoBello to explain.
1: It really is quite remarkable. Sonabello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit.
0: It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobello locations across the U.S., and right now you can save $250. Visit SonoBello.com slash save. SonoBello.com slash save. That's SonoBello.com slash save.
2: Calling all detectives. Do you believe that some people can cause fires to happen just by walking into a room? That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Most private detectives are pretty realistic guys. And I, Jerry Browning, am no exception to the rule. The tall, grave man who entered my office had a pretty little blonde girl with him. She could not have been over 12. He said, Sit down, Alicia, my dear. A girl smiled shyly at me, sat down, smoothed her skirts, and stared past my ear. At Tolvick, it's my name, Gregor Tolvick. Mr. Browning, how do you feel about poltergeist? I thought about that for a few seconds. And Mr. Tolvig, the way I feel about poltergeists is that in this country, anybody can go to any church he likes. Tolvig frowned. I'm afraid you don't understand A poltergeist is a ghost which generally attaches itself to a young girl, making her the cause of inexplicable phenomena, as, for example, fires. I leaned back and laughed. (laughs) Ho, 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 Mr. Tolvig. This I don't believe. Tolvig nodded gravely. So, then, how do you account for the fact that the wallpaper behind you is on fire? I jumped up so fast I knocked over my chair. Behind me, the wall was on fire. Another tongue of flame suddenly appeared on my desktop. And across the room, a chair standing all by itself burst into flames. Hey, get her out of here! Certainly, to me. Alicia, my dear. Please stay downstairs. A few seconds after the door closed behind the girl, all the flames flicked out. Oh. Now, Mr. Browning, shall we discuss poltergeist? When I doubted the existence of poltergeists, ghosts who cause fires to happen, I got a practical demonstration right in my own office. Okay, Mr. Talbick, now that I know what a poltergeist is, what do you expect me to do about it? Uh, These phenomena originate in the psyche, Mr. Browning. Alicia, my niece, has had an emotional disturbance of some kind. I believe that if you investigate and learn the source of her upset, these uh, disturbing external events will cease. Tulldick and I looked at each other. Then I dashed the window. Across the street was a loft building. Flames were shooting out of its upstairs windows. And down in the street was little Alicia, gazing up at the fire with girlish interest. Tulldick had given me an address on the edge of town, and that's where I was driving, him and his niece. As he put the key into the lock, Tolvig explained, I'm sorry, but uh, we have difficulty retaining health. At the moment, Alicia and I are alone. I'll bet you are. I waited until the child went upstairs. Then, how many fires have you traced to her, Mr. Telvig? He shrugged. Six or seven major runs sir. We frequently have three or four simultaneously in various parts of this house. They rarely do much damage. I thought about the fire I'd seen across the street from my office. Flames hadn't done much damage there either, but water and chopping into walls just about wrecked the building. Solvig took a sheet of paper from a desk drawer. And here's a list of, a list of friends. The excuse to which she has gone. Her parents died two years ago. I am a sole guardian. I think if you start your investigation with the names on this list, you may uncover information of value. I drove back to town, straight to the library, where I read a long article about poltergeists and the stuff they were able to do. Maybe. Near as I could make out, the writer of the article was hedging. He told you what some people believed. Take it or leave it. From the library, I went on to the fire commissioner, found him plenty hot under the collar. That fire today was incendiary, Browning, and just as soon as I get a bit more evidence, I'll put the building owner under arrest. Commissioner, have you ever heard of poltergeists? Browning, i got a rule. I don't talk politics with anybody. Now get out of here. The list Stolberg had given me contained maybe 50 names. Schools, schoolmates, relatives, friends of Alicia's parents, neighbors. Would have taken six months, maybe longer, to investigate them all. It was just too silly. Besides, an idea was beginning to form at the back of my head. I took a chance, opened the Commissioner's door again. Hey, Commish, don't get sore. You want to catch a firebug? Now you're talking. Let's go. On the way out to the Tolvig house, I gave the Commissioner a briefing on poltergeists and what I intended to do about them. He listened gravely. Then? It's a bit irregular, Browning, but I'll take a chance. I walked up alone to Tolvik's door, rang, and was admitted. All right. That's soon, Mr. Browning. Yeah. I got an angle for you. Have you considered that maybe Alicia is just a plain garden-variety firebug? She does it with matches? Three plus three. You saw that she was nowhere near that building or the object in your office. I nodded sadly. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I smell fire. Alicia must be playing tricks again. Tolvig smiled, then stiffened it as he caught the smell of smoke. He started to leave the room, but I stopped him. Why worry, Mr. Tolvig? You said yourself, the flames don't do much damage. Tolvig started to dart past me, struggled as I grabbed his wrist. <laughs> Let go of me! It's a real fire. You in burn to death. I held him tightly. Oh, we won't. I read all about poltergeists at the library. <laughs> They can put the fire out whenever they like. It's all in the spirit of good, clean fun. <coughs> By now, the room was full of smoke. So Tolbig stopped struggling in my grip. All right, get in. They set those fires. Now, for heaven's sake, hold in these chairs. Get out of here. This house is on fire. <laughs> That's about all there was to it. We put out the brush fire the commissioner had built outside the house, got the youngster from upstairs. She hadn't even smelled the smoke yet. And Tolvig, he was a professional firebug, set fires for people who wanted their houses burned down for insurance purposes. The commissioner had several such cases under investigation, was beginning to close in on the source, so Tolvig figured out the poltergeist gag, blame everything on Alicia if they ever grabbed him. But he needed evidence to back up the gag, so he picked me, got into my office earlier in the day, doused the wall, desk and chair with some stuff that would burst into flames when it dried. And he timed his visit to me to coincide with when the planes were about due. It was a neat stunt, simple and spectacular. And the only thing that spoiled it was that I find it easier to believe in firebugs than poltergeists. Like I said, I believe in evidence I can prove. And how can you prove poltergeists when even the guy who writes about them doesn't believe it? This is WGN Chicago serving the Middle West.
1: Great News. You see where your business can go. To get there, you may need another 10 trucks. At Century Insurance, we put more than 115 years of industry experience to work to help protect you as you launch a new delivery service or expand into a new region and reach your business goals. Century, right by you. Property and casualty coverages are underwritten and safety services are provided by a member of the Century Insurance Group, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. For a complete listing of companies, visit Century.com. Policies, coverages, benefits, and discounts are not available in all states. See policy for complete coverage details.